this retro thing for what it is Nostalgia goggles heavy on those things when we were kids I've got the memories of falling while my hair is turning gray I'm digging back on all the things that were better yesterday So for all those things nostalgic I also do is delight Sam? Yes? There's a few questions that I need to know. Okay. How you could ever hurt me so. I need to know what I've done wrong and how long it's been going on. Was it that I can't do the whole thing? <laughs> I was going to. I was ready to commit to it, but do you know how long oh, that it's lasts? It's a lot. It, it goes on. It's a full minute. The song itself kicks in at the one minute mark. Perfect. But I need to at least do the either way I'm going out of my mind part because that part made me laugh. Ah, it's a music episode. Sure is. Our second one of those. And whenever you can't think of an album to do. Well, hi, Sam. First of all, (laughs) happy, happy Easter weekend. Yep. Happy Easter. Hope the bunny man brings you lots of good stuff. I have a chicken filled with chocolate fish. Okay. So figure that one out. You'll figure that one out. I already did. Sounds wait. No, wait. Hang on. Go back. (laughs) Chocolate chicken full of Of fish. Like the the gummy fish? Swedish fish. Chocolate fish. Like they have molded little chocolate fish in seashells. A variety of species of fish, by the way. How'd they get in there? I guess it was molded around it. It was a surprise. I went to but, crack open the chicken. And they- but did the chicken in the universe of the chocolate, did he did he go to did the pond and eat the fish? I guess. How did he catch them? I have no idea. Like, it's a variety, like a good variety. It's like a carp. Wait, all chicken are women, right? Is yeah. That a thing? Okay. How did yeah, she catch a- them? I'm pretty sure it was a rooster, too. So I, it's. Oh, then, um, okay. My, I go my, back. Easter, did... my Easter chocolate is having a crisis of identity. Yeah. that hmm. <laughs> it's... Feels like they missed the mark in two very big ways, but whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Anyways. A, a few years ago, <laughs> Rob and I were like, we should, we need a music episode. And we ended up doing, it was like the top 40 songs of that week, 20 years ago. And we got two songs in and went, this is way too many songs. We messed up. But I like the idea. So we were talking about what albums we could do. And we previously did No Strings Attached, the horniest album of all time. Yes. And I very briefly pitched that it was the 30th anniversary-ish of Canadian rapper Snow's 12 Inches of Snow. Which, Sam, do you get it? I do. I do. Because like a foot of snow, but also his penis is, is yes. long. That's that's what he's yep, that's, that's the what joke. he's going for there. But then I listened to one of the songs that isn't informer, got a minute in and went, this will be awful. <laughs> like this just won't be fun to do. You can't even rip apart the lyrics because you can't understand the lyrics. Exactly. Like you can't even really go track by track because it's like, uh, it's kind of just the same thing. It's not as catchy as informer. Like, okay, scrap that. So we did the same idea that Rob and I did, but on a far lesser scale. We did the top 15 songs 
1998. Well, no, we didn't even no, do we, that. <laughs> we took the Canadian top 100 and random number generated a list of 15, of 15 songs. songs, which the man, the random number generator did a good job of finding us. It wasn't just like number six, number nine, number 12. Well, they were spread out. It's pretty spread good- out. Got some good CanCon in there too. Exactly, and I the reason I did Canadian is because the American list just it just wasn't as good. I don't know what you guys were up to down there in 1998, but it wasn't it wasn't selecting good music to be in your top 100. Um, Sam, I know you weren't born yet, but for me, 1998 was one of the this was that and 99 were like my biggies, I think. Um, so I know you were probably still listening to whatever the turnstile above your nursery was playing at the time, but there was a lot of good music in the late nineties. Yeah, there was some good stuff. I recognized like about half the songs that we picked as things that I would have been at least like marginally into at the time. Would you, what would your favorite band have been then? Do you have any sense? I was actually really into all saints. So I was excited when never ever came on the popped up on our list for this time i remember yeah, this, really into them i'm glad we got some of that kind of stuff in here uh this was still very much the era of you know the all saints and the spice girls and everyone chasing being the spice girls or the backstreet boys so if you went through the the top 100 i'm sure you know we, we didn't get that many of them but you'd probably find things like 98 degrees was probably still around at this point and i mean we did pull the moffats which oof. yeah that's a we weird got, thing we let happen canada we got aqua we got spice girls i mean there was there was a fair bit of that kind of thing i the apologize mo- if you can hear my cat screaming i'm not sure what his problem is i mean my children are playing upstairs too but wait a minute the internet describes the moffats as a pop rock country band maybe we just didn't go far enough into their catalog but i can't differentiate between the moffats and hansen they're the oh, same band in my well- brain Hanson is talented. I don't, I I didn't like either of them when I was in my like teeny bopper boy band phase around, you know, like the late nineties, early two thousands. So yeah, they, they didn't do it for me. Here's what's crazy about Hanson is if you go look up because they're still releasing music. Are they? Oh yeah. And I can send you some links, Sam. It's, it's good. (laughs) Like, like the music they're, they have a song called uh, Thinking About Something, and it's such a good song. I will send it to you right after we're done. Okay, here. perfect. Yes. It's so good. But they're not on this list. So no. we're not here to talk about them. Uh, yeah, so we'll just kind of start from the bottom. Now we're here and discuss each song. Maybe at the end, pick our favorite and least favorite and uh, call it a day. Go talk about God or whatever else you do on Easter weekend. It's your chocolate fish that came inside of a chicken. This goes live. Oh, man. I just realized this goes live Easter Sunday. I don't know if we should. Wait, we do an episode every Easter Sunday. We go live on Sundays. Who gives a fuck? All right. So the bottom song, 98th on the Canadian Top 100 in 1998, The Sweetest Thing by U2. All I can associate with U2 now is that day we all woke up and went, (laughs) looked at our devices and went, the fuck is going on? And going to our spouses and going, did you buy a U2 album on my account? They're like, no, I have it too. Did that affect? Did the great U two plague of whatever no, year that was, twenty eleven, or I think it was an Apple thing? And I'm it was. Yeah. I'm an Android girly, so oh. yeah. I uh, 
I was marked safe for, on Facebook from Bonobos. <laughs> intrusive. Intrusive every, album. Boy, everyone's going to... No, that's Australian. I can't do Irish. Um, ha, ta, 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 ta. That's what Yabano <laughs> said that morning. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. <laughs> Top of the morning to y'all. Here's... Listen to the album. I can do that because I'm Irish. Uh yeah, that was a fun morning on the internet. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Just the collect. I don't. I didn't listen to a sing. It might have been the best album of all time. I, yeah, I it was just mean. such a weird. I didn't listen to a single song. It was just how do I get rid of this? I don't think I did. I think if I fired it up right now, it's one hundred percent still there. Um, I like this song though. Yeah, it's not bad. Like Sam asked me if I put this on a mixtape for my grade nine girlfriend. Oh, you absolutely did. No, I didn't. I didn't make her no? mixtapes, but I oh, thought okay. about her a lot when I listened to it. Okay, well, that's fair. Did you watch the music video by chance? No. Oh, I probably should have assigned that. It's super good. I, yeah, that would have been a good thing to do. I listened to most of these while I was walking, and I have to say, like, well, it's not a bad playlist. It's not like a super, like, upbeat, get your, like, tempo going. for. No, there's a no. couple, but for the most part, yeah, it's not a lot of smash mouth was on the the overall list but we didn't pull them mm. that would have got a little bit more spark in your step i'm sure but yeah yeah the video is super good it's just it's like bono on a horse-drawn carriage and it's all one take as he does this elaborate apology to his girlfriend i think it's his actual wife in the video so it starts with like a sign but by the end there's a parade and it's it's very okay. good it's a very pleasant song any yep. song that busts out some doot doos i'm probably going to be on board from the piano yeah yeah it's got a good it's like it's super short gets in gets the job done it's gotten a lot of variety it's just a, i'm not a big youtube guy i don't mind overall. them i don't mind some of their older stuff i just feel I, it's they're one of those bands where i need to kind of maybe do a deeper dive beyond their singles because the radio has ruined all of the like sunday i could never i could hear never hear Sunday Bloody Sunday again for the rest of my life and I'd be totally See, I still fine. Like, I still like that one. And I think that's a good song. It's just I'm done with it. I'm done that's with fair. it, Sam. That's fair. So I think getting it the sweetest thing was like, oh yeah, I do like a lot of I haven't heard the sweetest thing. I mean, the radio isn't busting this one out. That one's Sunday Bloody Sunday is sitting right there. Yeah, I don't have much more to say about this song. It's it's pleasant. Yeah, it's a good one. I don't I don't dislike it. Uh, although at 90, Save Tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry. Now, the thing about this song, Sam, is that it's bad. It's a, it's not good, but it's a bop nevertheless. Like, it's, is it? It is. It's not There's, bad. Isn't a bop required to be like, oh, yeah, all you can do it's, to this song is sit and be sad? Kind of like, well, I don't know. I don't, again, I don't dislike it. It's not a song that like I'll ever like seek out, but I'm not like changing the radio station if it comes on. I am 100% having done that somewhat recently. Uh, if anyone doesn't feel like going and looking up the songs, Save Tonight's the one that goes like this. It's not the peppiest song. It sounds like to record it, they said he was like really, really like high energy. And he's like, I can't come. And they were like, take some ambient. And then he was like, okay, now I can sing. And he was like, we got to record this before he fades. Say, right. break of... okay. it's just, I don't know. 
And I know I'm in the minority because I asked a friend group and everyone agreed it was a good song, but me. Yeah, it's I again, I don't dislike it. It's it, it it's a little droney, but I like the melody and I think it, it works. I just think, I, could, I could see not liking it, though. It just doesn't go anywhere. Like it just I don't know. There's no it just doesn't feel like it ever. It just that it's the same flat. Yeah, this doesn't. Again, not I don't get what you song. Yeah, like what are you supposed to do to this? And actually, as we go, we should be playing everybody's favorite game. And obviously, with you too, it's obvious. Are they still a thing? So I don't, and I didn't look any of this up. So I'm just going to go as we go. And you know what? You'll play the game and we'll give you a final score. So it'll be out of 15. So going back to the one we just did, Sam, is you too still a thing? Yes. Yeah. I guess, how do we define a thing? Like maybe like still has toured or released music in the last five years, let's say. I think that that's fair. Yeah. Okay. So Sam, is Eagle Eye Cherry still a thing? No. Eagle Eye Cherry released an album this year. No, (laughs) absolutely not. 20 January 27th, 2023, Eagle Eye Cherry released back on track. And even if they hadn't, oh, I keep saying they, I assume Eagle Eye Cherry is one dude. Uh, there was another album in 2018. Hmm. Okay. Yep. Looks well, like I guess, nothing if is... I guess if it's one dude, you can't really break up with yourself. Looks like uh, the only and at all shot at the charts was a song in 2014 that went to number 30 in Sweden. And that, that's it. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah. So there you go. You are one for two as we move on to the next song in our list. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble for this one. Sam, don't tell me what the fucking poets are doing. It's Poets by the Tragically Hit, which if you don't know that song, it's that line I just said, and I'm not going to do a Gord Downey impression out of respect. So, Sam, do you like the Tragically Hit? I do. I'm guessing you don't. Well, I've come around on them, but I definitely caught a lot of shit. Probably around this era, actually, when I was like, I don't know, I'm not a big fan of they're Canadian. It's like true. (laughs) Anything like yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Go on. Just being CanCon does not make you good content. It's like by that rationale, I'll be like, oh, so the Moffats. What do you mean? They're Canadian. Nickelback. Yeah. Nickelback. Like, what do you mean? People they're shit Canadian. all over Nickelback and they're super Canadian too. For some reason, the Tragically Hip was like the ultimate. No, you just have to like them. Yes. And then at the time, I liked Ahead by a Century and I like Bob. I liked Bob Cajun. And uh, I think it's just the early stuff. And again, I think it's because of the radio just milking. Yeah. It's the easiest go-to CanCon. And for anyone who doesn't know what we mean when we say CanCon, because we have uh, American listeners, CanCon is short, and I think what I'm saying is accurate, for Canadian content. And it's essentially a legal requirement that a certain amount is like 40%, I think. I'll yeah, double I think check. so. I, I I'll think double check. I have 40% in mind, too, so I think that's accurate. Of content on Canadian radio has to have, I think the rules are pretty high level like it has to have some like a, a canadian artist has to be performing it a canadian band i think even if it's like produced by a canadian it still counts but has to have some connection to canada 
Yep. Same goes for like television and stuff too, I think. So that's why when we find a band like the Tragically Hip, <laughs> you can bank on at least a song an hour. Like the Glorious Sons, I think, is one of the big ones right there from Kingston, I'm pretty sure. Beaches. Uh, yeah. Beaches are on be- a lot. I like the beaches a lot, but man, yeah, they I, I could go a little bit without hearing grow up tomorrow. Great band though. So yeah, when they find that one. Is like, oh, guys, this is going to like, here's an easy one. Like, that's one easy song slot per 60 minute chunk. Poets is OK. It's on. It's actually one of my favorite songs by them. Like, I actually really, really like it, which is weird because it's not a very like hip song. Like, it doesn't sound like most of their other stuff, but I actually really like the song. So I was perfectly happy to have this on the playlist because I enjoy it. That's why I like, uh, I think it's from the same album, Music at Work. That's a good one, too. Yeah, It's a very non-tragically hippie song. I really like that one. It's like, I feel like their stuff isn't the most upbeat. And that song is just such a, that one's a bop. Music at Work is a bop. It, I think, honestly, most of their songs are a bop. Like, I, I do really like them. I saw them in concert a few times. Like, I, I watched I their didn't... big final performance, for sure. Yeah, that was sad. It was. Yeah, I'm just looking up that album, Phantom Power. I had that album. Yeah, there's some good stuff on it. Like it opens with Poets. Bob Cajun's a good song. Fireworks is a good song. I don't remember. I remember enjoying that there was a song called Emperor Penguin, but I don't remember if I like it. But... I'm really bad at like albums because I, yeah. I grew up in the iPod generation. <laughs> oh, see, so, yeah, like... back in the day, we were all about <laughs> albums. And it's why now I'm buying a lot more CDs and vinyl and stuff. Because I would just, you know, listen to the song I know and then go, oh, I wonder if any of their other stuff is good. I guess I'll never know. So <laughs> now with an album, I can, you know, go beyond that single and go, huh. Carly Rae Jepsen's very talented. Yeah, she's good. She's got Tom she Hanks in one of her music videos. I mean, anyone out there, you know, she's not in this list, obviously. But if all you know her for is Call Me Maybe, dig in there. There's some really good stuff. She's in. She's getting it done. No one's talking about it. And she does bops like you can. Yeah. yeah. So that's poets. 82 is too much by the Spice Girls. I like this song a lot, Sam. I'm middling on it. It's not one of my favorite Spice Girls songs. And again, like I was listening to this while walking and. Oh, yeah. There's like, there's not like. <laughs> Did you immediately slow down and just. Yeah, kinda... yeah. Like you have no choice. Like you're walking to the to the beat and it's like, OK, well, if I walk any slower, I'm just going to fall over. Is this the sexiest song of all time? No. Top 400, though, I bet. I don't know that I could name 400 songs off the top of my head, so I'm sure it makes it on the list. It's probably not even the sexiest Spice Girl song. That has to be Two no. Become One, right? Yeah. Like, you're literally talking about boning. Yeah, I was going to say, Two Become One's about fucking. Yeah. Or Daylight Savings. But probably fucking. <laughs> I don't actually, I assume too much. Well, I don't actually know what too much is about. Too much of something is bad enough, but something's coming over. What does that mean, Sam? I don't know. I assumed it was a breakup song, which isn't very sexy. What is the song too much about? I just remember it was very tied to the promotion of Spice World. Mm. So I saw I that song was like the music video kind of doubles as the one for the the movie, which I don't want to talk about the movie too much because there's plans for that for this mm. podcast. So too much by the Spice Girls about what are all these songs? Too much. 
yeah, I know you're all wondering why I didn't look any of this stuff ahead of time. It's because this is your Patreon content. Too much is a pop battle. Uh, you know what? It doesn't matter. I like this song. Sam, who's your favorite Spice Girl? Oh, I really liked Baby Spice as a kid, which is weird because I don't think she did much of anything. As a, back then, it was sporty, and it's still sporty for me. That's fair. Her book is super good. Everyone should go and read her book. It's very not shy, let's say, about mm. telling some of the stories, but. Yeah, I don't know what they want. It's one of their ballads. What is there to say about too much? There's really not much to say. It's a Spice Girls ballad. I mean, you've kind of captured it right there. Like I say, not a not a bad song. It's fine. It's no it's two not, become one, but it's not wannabe. Nothing will ever be wannabe. I don't think you could compare those two. I think a lot of things are could be one. I think say you'll be there is probably even better than wannabe. Mm, no. Stop. No, they're, they're, they're like top Stop five, has a whole have... dance that goes with it. It does have a good dance. It did have a great dance. So honestly, I think but most it's... of my affinity for too much just comes from the music video and being able to look at the Spice Girls as a 12 year old. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, oh, we haven't been playing the game. I mean, obviously, oh. the poets, that's a that's a they're sad still question. Te- well, I mean, they're still together, but just well, not. they had a that parfait song i don't know what it's actually called but all of a sudden there was like a new tragically hip song on the radio well i know that they did like a couple of like i think they did the junos with feist which is actually like pretty good like that worked i mean luster parfait i don't know that i've heard it it's credited just to gord downey i think but Mm. hmm yeah so I guess, yeah, technically the band is still out there getting it done. So, yeah, you get a point. And uh, uh, Spice Girls, they maybe a little. Just, yeah, they did a reunion tour, didn't they, recently? Or they were planning one? That's, well, that's COVID. the question, Sam. Was it in the last five years? I know, having read the book, but what do you think? I think yes, but also time has lost all meaning in the last, like, three years, so. Could go either way. Yeah, they toured in 2019. Okay, cool. Okay, next up. Turn Back Time by Aqua, which is, of course, as everybody knows, the title song to the Gwyneth Paltrow classic, Sliding Doors. I didn't know that. Yeah, we all love Gwyneth Paltrow these days, so I'm sure we're all going back to revisit her earlier works before she became a just a, a fucking Looney Tune. <laughs> um, this one's weird. I only remembered the chorus, and I thought it was definitely going to be more of like that kind of you know aqua techno ballad. Yeah, but the verses have this have a much weirder feel, like a kind of like a cyberpunky Johnny Mnemonic kind of feel. <laughs> There's one like, okay, I already barely remember this song and it's not like I listened to it like weeks ago. I have already basically forgotten this song, except that at one point it goes into like this weird like techno breakdown thing that like fits absolutely nothing it's, else in the song. It's, and it's like so bizarre. Very strange. <laughs> it's a really odd song. It's not 
you can't dance to it but it's also not quite a ballad it's real weird it's yeah it's it's not great it's not great i still like the the chorus if only you know if only i could turn back time but but the rest of it just it doesn't match the the tone i don't know it just feels like the kind of song that for the most part you would here in an underground matrix club and then all of a sudden the core of the chorus is about being sad and having regrets and then it goes back to you know injecting fuel into your robot arm tone it sounds like something that would have played at like the vampire rave in blade yeah but only in parts only in parts not the they'd have to skip the chorus because it doesn't work yeah blade yeah. doesn't wish he could turn back time blade lives in the now yeah I don't know. Aqua would Aqua's aquarium actually might have been a it, and might still be an interesting uh, episode, especially having heard this song. It's like this is not what I remembered Aqua being. So I did definitely get this album for my eighth birthday, just for the record. I I think I had it. I don't remember. I liked Lollipop Candyman, so I probably had it. So that leads us into our question, Sam. Is Aqua still a thing? I, I, mm, I'm gonna say no. Let's see. It feels risky because I feel like I've seen interview clips fairly recently. In July 2021, the band released a cover of "I Am What I Am" for Copenhagen huh. Pride 2021. They also, I do remember this, toured with Prozac in 2018 as part of the Rewind tour. That was a big thing right before COVID. These big, let's grab a bunch of 90s and early 2000s bands and shove them together. How did Aqua tour with Prozac? Prozac or cartoons, Sam? What a boring That's... tour. Prozac is also CanCon, right? They popped up in a yeah. in a playlist recently. I was like, oh, yeah, this shit. That would also maybe be a fun episode, but I feel like it would just be a lot of, boy, Sucks to Be You <laughs> is not a good song anymore. What did the other what other ones did they strange uh, disease they had yeah. a lot there was a, that prozac album canada got a lot from that prozac album and i don't understand why because i feel like even at the time it was very weird they were like our gorillas i guess are the canadian gorillas they would have like predated the gorillas right probably so yes yeah gorillas you're right ripped off prozac i don't know i feel like the gorillas have been around longer than we think Maybe. And they're still they have a hit song right now, which is crazy. Yeah, well, I mean. Yeah. What? Well, What's I mean, he's been around. The gorillas? No, I don't have. Well, I, I don't love the gorillas, but I mean, like he was already successful with Blur and stuff, right? So, I mean. That's true. He had, you know he had the a best, good foundation. You know what the best gorilla song is? What? That one where he just keeps saying, get the cool, get the cool shoe shine. <laughs> bop, 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 bop. That's a good song. Clint Eastwood you, is one of my one of my like I will turn off the radio if it comes on songs. Were you? I feel like you because I know Rob on this podcast trashed that song. Were you in that episode? No, because I feel like I okay. I, was, I feel like this wasn't the first time I've heard you say that. But it was an episode where it was me and I must have been Renee who just went hard against Clint Eastwood, and then I had to jump in and go. I like that song. I like nodding my head to that song. I think it's a good head nodding song. Yeah, no, can't stand it. It's no get the cool shoe shine, but <laughs> and their new one, the cult, 
the Cracker Island, I think it's called. That's not bad. I don't know that I've heard it. I don't listen to the radio a lot anymore. Uh, see, working I, yeah, from home. I do. Um, okay, so... Oh, wait, no, we established Aqua's still a thing. Who was Prozac? Were they, like... <sighs> gorillas is the dude from blur or prozac must have been oh it's the people from this other canadian band i'm gonna look it up because oh i already am jay levine and james ryan mccullum but it doesn't drawings are so creepy oh the philosopher kings is one of them yep that's pretty canadian and the other guy it doesn't seem to have any connection to anything okay he's just there Next up, not going to have a whole lot to say about this one. Just the two of us by Will Smith. Big Willie style, Sam. Were you too young to remember when Big Willie style took over? No, I I actually really liked Will Smith back in the day. Uh, I did not like this song. No. Full Full disclosure, I got a minute and a half in, saw that I still had five minutes left and skipped it. Yeah, I pretty much exactly the same uh once i got past the first verse i kind of just started scrolling to be like yep this doesn't seem like and it's really gonna change anything up is it weird to think that there was once a time before the term getting jiggy with it it is do you remember when the peak of comedy at least in the eyes of hollywood was having an old white person say that they were going to get jiggy with something in a movie no don't uh i mean your favorite I, movie of all time has a jiggy joke sam did the pest have one no that's not your no your actual favorite okay. movie of all, 10 things i hate about you oh yeah i guess the dad eh? yeah he says yeah I, you i it's i forget the exact quote but he's on an exercise bike and he says something about i can get getting, jiggy with it or yeah. yeah that was all jokes at that in that time that was the funniest thing we could ever come up with is like <laughs> the jiggy. Meanwhile, those are the names. That's the name of the puzzle pieces. Banjo Kazooie, Sam. And that's mm-hmm. what they would. That's my that's my jiggy. Uh, yeah, the song is boring. It's just Will oh, Smith's version so of just the long. two of us. It's about the birth of Jaden and it just goes and goes. And the, the whole song is just like. Oh, it, t- it was really it took me a long time to get your car seat in and then i went home it took you in the ba- that's where i bailed it's not even a good story it's just then i went home and you went in the bassinet and i hope i'm a good dad it's like this isn't anything there's no hard- that, like this isn't a story you needed this is literally every single parent's story i could like, have written this song i'm i'm checking yeah, so he wrote this about Jaden, but like he had a kid before Jaden. So like that got a fucking that that. We don't know that Willow didn't get a song. I didn't go deep. No, enough not to find not out. Willow. He had Trey. Oh, you're right. Oh, is Willow young? Yeah, Willow's younger than Willow's Jayden. younger. Yeah, I was oh, seeing that while I was listening to it. I'm like, <sighs> and it, wow, that's yeah, got a, that's got a smart. Oh, poor Trey, just listening to just the two of us. <laughs> Trey, you go over there. You're not in this conversation. Ah, Trey, you deserve better. Uh, so did Jaden. To be fair, the song's not good. And yeah, actually, you know what? Again, Willow Smith is out there doing some really good stuff. Like you wouldn't think so because there was that time where she whipped her hair back and forth. She whipped her hair back and forth. She whipped her hair back and forth. Just whip it. She whipped her hair back and forth. But she's doing some really good stuff now. 
I haven't heard any of her uh, non-hair whipping related content. Yeah, it seemed like once she got past the, I read Will Smith's book and there's a good bit where he, you know, that was all very much him orchestrating the whip my hair stuff. Yeah. And she w- did the tour for it. And then she just went, you know what? I'm good. And he was like, what do you mean you're good? It's like, I'm good. I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Kind of just started doing her own thing. And yeah, she's got some good stuff. Uh, I'll send you, I'll send you some links. Hanson, remind me, Hanson and Willow Smith. <laughs> uh, is Will Smith still things? <laughs> I'm not even keeping score anymore. <laughs> it's all too easy. I, I don't know. How do we quantify him being a thing? Because, like, I mean, he obviously hasn't toured as, like, a rapper in a hot minute. But, like, I mean, he's, he's certainly... still out here slapping people. And... Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, he's, still, he's, he's still releasing he's... still releasing bangers and in a way. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's still a thing. Yeah, exactly. And that he exists. But I don't think he's released music in a very long time. Like no, his last I think album he kind of left 05 that behind. So partial credit, I guess. It's hard to say. Yeah. Uh, 51st that year was Time of Your Life by Green Day. Sam, did this song play at your high school graduation? Or was that too late by that point? I think it was too late by that point. It might have. I don't remember. This must have been a godsend to every school that had the plan of high school graduation. <laughs> they already had the vitamin C song. That played at my elementary school graduation. Ah, it played yeah. at my high school graduation. They did the the two biggest cliches, the vitamin C song and the, the Green Day Time of Your Life, forgetting that it then says good riddance in brackets. But yes, it's the other yeah. way around, isn't it? It's good riddance. Brackets, it is. Time yes, of your life. you're yeah. right. Um Here's my fun uh, end of year story from high school that I don't think I've ever told. And now I'm going to tell to air my grievances. So me and a guy I won't name because he's never been on the show. So I don't want to. But he and I were asked if we could produce the graduation video. And it was even announced like to our graduating class that these two are going to be the guys who put the video together. And everyone was really excited because of, you know, us being us. They knew they were going to get something, you know, funny and kind of weird. So we started working on it, putting together clips of like, okay, here's the footage of this. But also we were doing this like jackass was big at the time. Hmm. So we were like, oh, we should do jackass stuff. But because it's, you know, the the year end video and we can't go too nuts. All the stunts are just the lamest, dumbest shit we can come up with, but like presented really intensely. So we would film one of uh, like someone going like, I'm so-and-so and I'm going to walk backwards through the lunch line and then just like arms out walking backwards through the lunch line. And then the clip would be done or like, I'm so-and-so and this is the desk jump. But then they like ran to the desk, but very carefully like knee up on top of it and like came down, you know, we thought it was funny yeah. at the time. And then at some point, I don't know why they did not like what we were doing, took it away. And then like just some teacher edited it together and it was the worst piece of garbage you've ever seen, but they never announced that we didn't do it. Mm. So everyone was like, this isn't what I thought you guys. I was like, no, this wasn't us. <laughs> Fucking woodshop teacher put this together. <laughs> the woodshop teacher probably doesn't know how to like operate a computer. Like five minutes was devoted to the grade nines. And people were like, why'd you put that in there? It's like, we didn't, we wouldn't have used the vitamin C song. We would have used time of your life, though. Anyway, that's my that's my that's my story. I like this song. I don't really. I don't. I don't like Green Day. I... Oh, see, I'm pretty sure that like I've been saying 
they're my favorite band forever and I've never changed the answer. So even though I'm not as into their, you know, I still get every album and enjoy it to some extent, but at this time, like the Nimrod era. Yeah. They were my favorite band. Yeah. I, even when I was like into like the pop punk thing, like real hard, like a few years later than this, I, I don't know. I never got into Green Day. I respect what they're going for. I respect them as musicians, but it wasn't, it was not and has not become my thing. So yeah, I'm not, and this one's slow. It's long. It's. This is the one that I remember even stood out on the first listen of that album. Cause it's like the second last track. And I remember like the first time I heard it, I was like, God damn, I'm going to go back to that one. But then, yeah, obviously pop culture ran this one into the ground. Every yep. the Seinfeld finale and every anything you had to conclude anything this is the song you're gonna use and it gets a lot of radio play like even still it now does. it gets a lot of radio play and it's just yeah i don't know I, I, again objectively good song just i don't like it if you didn't know anything like if you were an alien who came down to earth and just started listening to the radio you'd be so confused because you'd think all of our biggest <laughs> bands have three songs yeah. and have somehow sustained popularity for decades with three songs that we just listen to over and over and over like, they all seem to really like this band that has Time of Your Life. What are the big Green Day radio staples? American, American Idiot. American Idiot. Uh, Wake Me Up When September Ends was big for a minute. And I don't hear that on the radio much now. No. It's mostly just those case. two, honestly. Basket yes, case. Time of Your Life, Basket Case, and American Idiot. Yeah. End of list. I got really excited the other day because they played Longview on the All Request Day. And I was mm. like, yes. Love that See, I do song. like that one. I do like that one. That's probably my like one of my favorite songs ever. That's the song that got me into Green Day. Is just seeing that video and going, God damn, that was a really good song. I have to go find that album. And the Basket Case was on that album, and I went, Jesus Christ, I really like Green Day. Okay, maybe, was- I, maybe I don't dislike Green Day because I, I don't mind Basket Case either. Like it's a little overplayed, but I don't, I don't hate it. Sam, is a Green Day still a thing? Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're working on a new album. I'm very excited. Uh, yeah, we're getting into more questionable territory. I'll be there by the Moffats. Which, why Canada? Why was how did we let this happen? I remember nothing about that band except that they all kind of looked like Reese from Malcolm in the Middle with like the frosted yep. tips. Yep, except that one is... of them had frosted tips but like long hair down to his shoulders. <laughs> Sorry, it's the Tiger King look. Yeah, it's not good. I actually didn't remember this song. The one I remembered from them was the my heart goes bang, bang, boom. That's the one I remembered. (laughs) So when I heard this, I was like, this is just nothing. This is like an air like air supply would have released this song in the 80s. Like just the most boring. Why would you ever want to listen to this? It's not a ballad even really. It's got a bit of a upbeat. Yeah. I'll be there for you. Also, to be clear, none of these kids have hit puberty at the time they recorded the song. So, like, it's that really like baby voiced. Yeah. I I don't like it. I did. Yeah. Even again, even at the time when this came out, I did not like the Moffats because I also just noticed. Okay, wait, no. It says their debut album was called Chapter One A New Beginning. But then when you click it, it says it's the third album. So both both of those things are stupid. (laughs) Like calling your first album Chapter One a new beginning is stupid. Calling your third album Chapter One is stupid. So 
Uh, oh my God, these song titles. Also, I can't believe that in the 80s we were naming small children Bob. <laughs> was one of them named Bob? Yeah. Scott, Clint, Bob, and Dave. Oh my God, all those of those are, are old people names. Know, but like Bob. Like none of them are good. Man, but... they're doing shit different in the Yukon, I guess. Oh yeah, they're all brothers. Wow, no wonder there was real Hanson vibes. Three of them are brothers. No, three of them are triplets. They're all brothers. Yeah, Bob, Clint, and Dave. <laughs> it also explains why they all look the same. Like they, they are essentially the same person. Oh my god. These song titles, Wild at Heart, Miss You Like Crazy, Sayin, spelled S-A-Y apostrophe N. I heart you, an actual heart icon. Girl of my dreams, crazy. Don't walk. O-. These are song titles that if you just typed into a general like song title generator. The only one that made me <laughs> okay gets better in the back half with girl. I'm gonna get you. That's a, that's a, that's a good one. <laughs> Followed immediately by We Are Young. Like, yeah, <laughs> you are. And then if life is so short, which is not something a bunch of eleven year olds should be singing about, but oh yeah, this this is a bad song. It's just, it's just, it's just air. It is, it is a nothing song that evaporates the, oh my God. They were older than I would have expected when this came out too. They would have been like 14, 15. Like they sound like they're 11. According to this, the Ottawa based radio station, Hot 89.9, which still exists as Hot 89.9, declared them the best new band of 1998. Did we even have Hot 89.9 in 1998? Because like up until like three years ago, they were still calling themselves the new Hot 89.9. I mean, I guess maybe it was whatever was on 89.9 at that time. They're just maybe. referring to it as hot. But whoever made that claim better not still be working in radio because no. y'all don't they know. No business. Like there was so many good bands debuting around that time. Oh, even to All Saints. They were Canadian. Yep. Ugh. Anyway, Sam, are the Moffats still a thing? I feel like they probably are, which is upsetting. Oh, so that's your final guess? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's close. <laughs> but Chapter 2 was released in November 2018. <laughs> so there you go. That's Very close. That's quite a gap. Well, they had some stuff in between, like... Oh, well, that makes it even stupider, then. No, they really didn't, actually. So they had It's a Wonderful World, then The Moffats, then A Moffats' Christmas. Oh, Jesus. Then Chapter One, A New Beginning, which, according to this, is their fourth album, when you look at it like this. Then something called Submodalities, and then nothing for 20, almost 20 years, and then Chapter Two. I feel like their parents definitely put them up to this too. And I just have this feeling that like their parents are like those gross Hollywood pushy parents, except like from the Yukon. If you want a good laugh, go look up the album cover for the Moffat's submodalities. It's the most like, no, we're grown up picture. It's. Oh dear. Pretty funny, especially if you then immediately oh, click to chapter one, a new, <laughs> chapter one, a new beginning. <laughs> Sunglasses. It's boy, that's the most calculated image change. Uh, 
Also, uh, girl, I'm gonna, <laughs> girl, I'm also, gonna get you. Left off of the U.S. version of the album. <laughs> I feel like you were gonna say something. I just stopped laughing for I don't know why. It's so yeah, funny. everybody, please go look up the Moffat <laughs> submodalities and just look and at that also, album cover. This headline from the Philippine Star: <laughs> If life is so short, the Moffats react to fake news that they died in a plane crash. Wow. Who is spreading that news? That's what they were. They were in big enough, Sam, that that was... In 2018, to be clear. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. It shouldn't be as funny as it is dying. I'm so confused because <laughs> the album cover for Chapter One, A New Beginning in the U.S., they look closer to how they did on submodalities. But then in the Canadian one, they all look like they're nine. So I don't understand. The, oh. the timeline for the Moffats doesn't make any goddamn sense. In 2006, <laughs> they released Best of the Moffats. How did they do that? <laughs> How do you choose when you have, when every song is just so good, Sean? Well, like when If How Life is choose? So Short didn't chart anywhere, but Crazy hit 65th in Germany. So that's a greatest hit. Put it on the <laughs> album, Clint. We did it. <laughs> They had a song called Guns of Love in 1995. Right next to a song called I Think She Likes Me. Their main songs from 1995, their three singles were I Think She Likes Me, Caterpillar Crawl, which sounds like a goddamn Wiggles song, and then Guns of Love, which I think is an actual Kiss song. No, Love Gun. Close, though. can handle this. This band I'm is crying. This was the most confusing. I got to look up all of this. I have to listen to Girl, I'm Gonna Get You. I have to listen to Guns of Love because you can't write a song about that and not have it be about your penis. <laughs> like, they didn't even know how those worked at that time. Directions yet. Exactly. Scott was just getting his first wet dream. Like... Yeah, like in 1995, they were. 12 yeah actually 12 <laughs> oh i think we need like a whole episode with the moffat's deep dive except that i have no desire to listen to any I of the think music this is the deepest dive that we could ever do but <laughs> that's fair anyway oh, okay. uh next <laughs> is uh at 45th everywhere by brand band 3000 which i was just surprised to hear that they had another hit after drinking in la this is um, another, yeah, I, I hadn't heard this one. I listened to it right when we pulled the list, and I I, I forget I forget everything about it. <laughs> Same. I listened to it. Well, I've heard it exactly once, and that was listening to it for this list. I like drinking in LA. I don't That's know if good, I've even heard that one. Um, if I think you might recognize it if you looked it up, it still pops in on the radio every now and then. But okay. yeah, I'm surprised this was a hit. It's very forgettable, obviously, and. Yeah. Every time I think of the song, I'd hear the Michelle Branch everywhere. Yep, me too. So that uh, immediately wiped out whatever the song actually was. Sam, is Brand Band 3000 still a thing? No. Sam, they're at Blues Fest this year. No. <laughs> yep. Okay, well. So. I shan't be seeing them. Yeah. Not, sur- not really a release of new music, it looks like, but yeah, 100%. 
That really says more about the lineup of Blues Fest this year than it does about them. Yeah. And this was only everywhere was only a hit in Canada. No, it didn't even chart anywhere else. So I, I don't know why what we saw on it. But uh, yeah, 35th. I do by Lisa Loeb. Yeah, this is I like this song. I like Lisa Loeb. Did I actually skip this song? And I do. You didn't hear me, but I do. And I don't know the words, but okay, that's the song. I think I maybe I listened to it. I'm glad we got gave her another hit because I think uh, "Stay" is still a great song. Yeah, and she still pops up and stuff. She seems to have like a big sense of humor about herself. I've definitely seen her show up in some more self-deprecating stuff. And I, yeah. um, she did a cover of "Stay" with the Newfound Glory guys that was really good. I feel like I just saw her pop up in something too, like a movie or something. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I do is it feels very of that era. Yes. It doesn't sound like, you know, number one is not on our list, but the number one song in Canada in 1998 was Torn by Natalie Imbruglia. And this kind of feels like that kind of that kind of vibe, like that era. And I feel like that was those are I, Torn's a great song. Yeah. So it's fun to revisit these because I feel like yeah, there's the poppier songs of now don't sound like the poppier songs of then. And this is my old man yelling at cloud moment, but I feel like that's a shame. Yeah, I I like the kind of like pop ballad thing that was like really popular around this time. And like there's some that are like. They're very good. Uh, is Lisa Loeb still a thing? Yes. Yeah. She had an album in 2020. She still, she was, the thing I remembered is not that recent, but Hot Tub Time Machine 2. <laughs> she appeared in that okay. movie where one of the characters rewrites history to be the person who created the song Stay. <laughs> and then Lisa Loeb's like working as his assistant in that timeline or something. And he feels like constantly guilty about it. I was looking her up and I didn't realize that that song was from Reality Bites, which I only watched recently and did not like. Oh, see, I was going to say that's one that I remembered really liking, but. They're all awful people. Couldn't tell you. There's, yeah, I I watched it a few months ago for Ethan Hawke. Yeah, I don't know how much a lot of that 90s mm, stuff would work out. That's what I'm going to dub that genre. (laughs) 90s. mm, Everything is the worst. Basically. We're the most persecuted generation. Exactly. It's <laughs> like, yeah, they're they're insufferable. Every 30, one of them. 33 was closing time by Semisonic. That's still a good song. I love this song. It's yeah. still I, great. We don't yeah. even like everyone. I've never met an opposing opinion on closing time. Although because of that stupid movie, the one with was it Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis? Friends with Benefits? Like the, yeah, where they do like the flash mob and they think it's by Three Doors Down. I still am not convinced that the song isn't by Three Doors Down. Ew, that is what this song reminds me of every time I hear it. And like, I remember nothing else of that movie, clearly. I can I tell that. I can promise you it's by Semisonic because I still own this album. <laughs> and here's the unfortunate thing about Semisonic is they've obviously been very connected to this song. But and again, Sam, I'll send you some links. They have a lot of really good music and they only... I, you know, I'm glad that at least this one has stood the test of time. And I think like the 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 dude who does the the singer, I'm pretty sure he 
Oh yeah. I just looked it up. He's basically, he's a writer now and he wrote uh, someone like you for, he co-wrote someone like you with Adele and Hmm. he's won some Grammys. He did that not ready to make nice song by, I guess they're just the chicks now, but. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. So, and which is makes sense because closing time is a very well-written song. Yeah. It's like the, like everything about it. Like, it's just uh, like that opening piano. Like it's one of the, is this one of the most like quickly identifiable songs of all time? It has to it's be got, up there. Yeah, it's like, got to be up there. Like my mom could recognize this song, I'm sure, just by dun dun dun. dun. Oh, closing time. I like this song. Would yeah, stay. and it, it like it goes hard too. Like for what it is, it goes hard. Yep. Like yeah, and I, I like the song. Yeah, I think this is a still a still a fantastic song, and the the love some other the every new beginning comes from some other beginnings and some great just great lyrics in there and yeah chorus everything top to bottom no notes Good song. great song wish definition it wasn't, of a bop wish it wasn't so intrinsically connected to that stupid movie yes yeah, i've never seen that movie so i just I get to saw it together to be honest no we didn't okay i've never seen it i know me i never saw that movie i saw the other one the yeah, Ashton, Ashton Kutcher, Kutcher, Natalie Portman one. My, uh, my that wife was and exactly I, the same. Yeah, uh, that I saw. Okay. And then this one came out and everyone said it's better. And I felt like I'd already had my fill of friends fucking in 2011. Fine. So I think it was fine. I don't, I, again, I remember nothing except as a flash mob to this song. Uh, Sam, are semi-sonic still a thing? Uh, maybe not as the band. I think that they're all individually probably doing their own thing. The band played two gigs at First Avenue on January 27th, 2023 and January 28th, nice. 2023 to celebrate the venue's 50th anniversary. Semisonic will be supporting the Bare Naked Ladies in the Last Summer on Earth 2023 tour. Good for them. Are the Bare Naked? They're not on the list. They were. They had hits. and Also, CanCon, the fucking yeah. If I Had a Million Dollars song. Like, if I never hear that again in my life, it'll be. See, different. I don't hear that much anymore. Oh, for a while, though, like. Every now and then, I feel like if I'm ever if if they're gonna play a song by them on the radio, it's gonna be one week. See, I don't feel like I've heard that one. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm still recovering from my moth. It's laughing fit. Um, I don't feel like I've heard that one as much on the radio. It's always if I had a million dollars, and I I don't the, like that song. It's that one, or um, I don't know what it actually. The one with the I could hide it under there. I just made you say underwear lyrics. I don't. Oh, I can't. I, I can't wrap too. my head around the rest of that song. Pinch me. There we go. I had the. I, I don't like that. I hear that one a lot. I just don't like bare naked ladies. But yeah, no. Yeah, I think they one. Are. Yeah, they're not. Oh, they had hits that year. I think one week yeah. was that year. Um. I'm now just checking to see if they are. I thought the pretty ladies were done. Like, wasn't there a big controversy around the lead singer? I thought so. I thought he was like, maybe. Um, Something not, bad. Not a, yeah, I thought he there were accusations of. Yeah, I, I won't get too deep into trying to look this up because it doesn't make for great radio. But I thought, yeah, there we go. Stephen Page. I thought there was something around Stephen Page. Click. Oh, so much work. It doesn't matter because they're not on the list. Uh, next. 
Never Ever by the All Saints, which of course was the opening monologue I started to do and then stopped. Uh, Never Ever is almost seven minutes long, and that is, is that? very unnecessary. Yeah, because yeah. they there's the yeah, opening there's the minute. Yeah, okay. There's the opening, which is the best part of the song. You can write it in a letter, or tell me on the phone, or just swing by in the evenings, or on the weekends if I'm home. Maybe tell a friend to tell me, or write it in the sky. This goes on and on and on. She, she doesn't sound like a woman who's like losing her mind. Over no, like that line is a so... breakup. She's like if I'm home on the weekends, like, I mean, I guess it's fine if you stop by, but like I might be out, you know, can't you tell I'm angry? <clears throat> this is my mad voice. Uh, so that part goes for a bit. And then the, uh, the chorus, the never ever at the end repeats and repeats and repeats yep. and then you think you're free and then they start singing the you can tell like, me to my face part it's like oh my god just can we please there's like a sing rap in the middle it? too yep uh yeah. yeah i like never ever in isolated smaller quantities it turns out i don't yes. ever have any interest in listening to its weird seven minute long epic version like the, the the middle three minutes pulled out as its own thing. Good. Yeah, I I still like the song, but I agree it. I I would like the song better if it were half the length. And in in terms of general All Saints'ness, I think Pure Shores is a bunch like you know for their singles. I think Pure Shores is a better song. I actually still really like Pure Shores. I don't know that I know that one off the top of my head. I was all about their cover of Under the Bridge. They also did a Whatever cover of Lady reason. Marmalade, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. And uh, <clears throat> I Know Where It's At. That's a pretty good one in terms of singles. I think that was all, probably all the singles right there. Yeah, Pure Shores is in uh, Grand Theft Auto 5. Mm. And I, I would always make sure to have that radio station playing if I was getting in a car chase because a Pure Shores car chase was always very very fun but sam are the all saints still a thing no in april 2020 the group released a cover of message in a bottle with sting which is i really wish i hadn't read that before i was gonna say another thing i had to say when we were listening to never ever and the the last minute where it's never ever 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 so just repeats and repeats. I said to my wife, "Oh my god, it's like that message in a bottle song <laughs> where they say sending out an SOS, sending out an SOS, sending out it." Do you know how many times he says it, Sam? I'm gonna guess twenty eight. Twenty seven. Very good. I almost said twenty seven, and then I doubted myself. It's like, is that supposed to be funny? Like, is it supposed to be like the rule of three thing where a joke is funny and then gets less funny? Or no, that's not the rule of three. The rule of three is it stops (laughs) being funny after the third time. I don't know what that rule is where like the longer something goes, it loops back around into being funny again. I don't know if that was the plan there, but it played on the radio the other day and in its entirety. I was like, this is absolute un like this is unhinged. I think it's 27. I counted. Let me see. Guess what, everyone? It's time to listen to me. Count lines of text live. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, according to 
Google. I counted 27 when I was listening it to it. It just depends so. on when you stop like counting it as it fades into the distance. Yeah. I was also driving. So Yeah. That's fair. Uh, by the way, Stephen Page of the Bare Naked Lake Ladies, <clears throat> apparently the controversy was just that uh, he had Coke in his possession while he was supposed to be performing on Disney. Oh. Well, he's fine, probably. I say It says a lot about modern society that I can hear that and go, oh, well, well that's cares. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who gives a shit? Let him, let him be. But yeah, that's uh, all I could find is that he uh, lost a Disney gig because of his Coke possession. Sam, are you Jimmy Ray? Or no, wait, are you Slim Ray, Sam? What the fuck is this song? That are you Slim Ray? No. Who wants to know, Sam? I, are you Johnny Ray? I oh, this I never heard this before, and I never want to hear it again. This song was baffling in 1998 too. Just to be clear. This was like in the you think it's weird now. It was also weird then to be like, why is this? A, what is going on? Why? Yes. So we I remember distinctly making fun of this song in 1998. But, but the fact that it's so high, though, what what number is it? Uh, it, it was 25th on this list, but it went it went higher. I'm pretty sure I can't find it exactly. In the UK, it went to 13th in the US. It went to 13th and we know Canada at least made it that high. I don't know if it went higher, but uh, very strange. It, it's a really weird song, and it's a weird choice for his first song because it's such a novelty thing that it's like you're basically dooming yourself to only have this one hit. And did he? Uh, at least here, he had one other okay-ish hit in the UK, but that was it. All right. Yeah, I I have no idea who this man is. Yeah, it, it's Jimmy Ray. You fucking, you well, yeah, I know, but you. <laughs> I don't know his origin story. I mean, me neither. Really, it. he's the this yeah, is he's it the, kind of thing. He, uh, yeah, he released a song called "Are You Jimmy Ray," and then we all went, right. "I don't care about this," and that was that. His Wikipedia page is very sparse is he still a thing like there's no reason like it, it, it's a novelty song it's not good it's not really catchy like at least with something like you know this wasn't that far after something like the macarena maybe the ultimate novelty mm. song and that's you know if you listen to the macarena now i feel like there's still some semblance of okay yeah i get why we let this happen like there's I still feel- like bop, 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 bop. like i feel if that song came on right now Every, your body yeah. against your will would just be like, oh, damn it. Yep. Okay, here we go. Yep. Here we go. I feel like it's having its comeback moment, too. It seems like you see videos of it like coming on at weddings and stuff again, which and, and I'm okay I don't know it. that. Well, I don't know that we should allow it, but no, I'm okay with it. But if all of a sudden people started researching. Are you Jimmy Ray? I'd be like, what do you stop it? <laughs> what are you doing? This wasn't okay then. Also, I'd still take Macarena over like the cha-cha slide or whatever the hell it's called. What about Gangnam Style? Maybe one of the more recent examples of a novelty song. I don't feel like it had the same like full on like cultural hold that Macarena did. Yeah, that's true. But man, it was a big. It was. It was big. It It didn't have its own dance though. Can you? Did anyone ever teach you how to Dougie? No. 
That was another novelty song. My tongue. Uh, my tongue. Well, no, it was not that long. I didn't think it was that long ago. Soldier Boy. I'm trying to think that just yeah, now of other like yeah. weird novelty songs. Uh, yeah. Is Jimmy Ray still a thing? No. No, he's not. No. Sorry, okay. Jimmy Ray. Uh. There's a really like sad joke to be made about him, you know, working whatever menial job he has now, and people just going, <laughs> "Hey, you just <laughs> fuck off." Sixteenth, <laughs> uh, I'm very curious about your thoughts on this one because, boy, it turns out people have a lot of very different and differing opinions on Madonna's Ray of Light. It's fine. It, okay. Yeah, I have no strong feelings one way or another. I like this song and like I shared this list with a friend group to be like, oh, this will be a fun episode. We're going to talk about these songs. And then it just turned into like an hours and hours long conversation of music from that era and what bands like and everyone except for like me and one other guy are like, oh, Ray Light's trash. Really? Trash. I mean, it's catchy of the songs on the list. Again, best for walking. Yeah, I could see how if when you got to this point, when all because like again, I feel the music video is more entrenched in my head than the song itself, and the music video is literally just a bunch of things moving very quickly. So it had like a lot. I don't. I'm not good with like associating videos with songs, but I feel like there's like a lot of like disco ball type like shards and like lights and flashing. Am I wrong? Maybe I just remember she's like basically standing in front of a green screen of like going really quickly down a road and then at one point like a shopping cart is quickly moving through it's all like pov like a camera was strapped to the handle Mm. of a shopping cart as it moves quickly around a store and it's just a lot of stuff like that okay maybe not the video i'm thinking of then oh i like this song yeah i i it's fine later era madonna has a lot of bad stuff in it and i feel like this is for you know forgive the wordplay a ray of light in a lot of really bad later career like, I think American Life follows this, and that shit is unlistenable. There's the one that played constantly at the theater in, like, Oh, that, the, was it the Justin Timberlake? We only got five minutes to say Yes. Yeah. I still, I loathe that song to this <laughs> day. Yeah, it's not a great I one. I hate it. Um, and then she did that James Bond song not long after. Yeah. Like, it sounds like the like your CD is skipping. Oh shit, the Madonna CD scratched. Nope. And Madonna. We only have one more. Even this episode, even just doing oh, 15 by the way, songs Madonna took is still a while. A thing, by Madonna the way. is still a thing, pissing off conservatives even in 2023. This woman likes sex. How they all dare collectively. She? She's old. Doesn't she know that she's like reached the unfuckable era of her life? Her parts should be dried up by that's my impression of a conservative. Spot on. Sam, did you, did you? Oh, no. All the beer is gay now, Sam. Oh, I heard. Yeah. Did you see that? Again, this is why the episode's long because it's so easy to get sidetracked. Did you see that <laughs> fucking lame ass Kid Rock video? It's too bad Kid Rock wasn't on this list so we could just trash Kid Rock, but. Where oh, it just makes it too easy. It People just kept going. It's like. But, Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know, Coors Light basically released a pride can and a bunch of fucking people. Bud Light, wasn't it? What did I say? You said Coors. Well, they did too. That was the funny thing is everyone abandoned Bud Light. Coors was Coors Light now too. And Coors Light was like, like, guess what? We've supported pride for like literally decades. Like we've funded pride events. And sorry, guess drinking beer is gay now, boys. Yep. (laughs) Is. (laughs) After the Apple Teenies. 
Kid Rock released a video where he's like, I'm just going to say it as clear as possible. And people already immediately were like, oh, my God, he looks like coked out Dr. Phil. So already that was funny. And then he starts shooting Bud Light cases with a machine gun or like an assault rifle or whatever. Assault rifle, probably. Um, And that's funny because it's just Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, Then he misses most of them, which makes it even funnier. And then I don't know if this is true. I need to go back and watch it again. Someone pointed out that he's not even firing the gun. It's being someone off camera is firing the gun. <laughs> and it just like the more I went into it, it's like, and then someone's like, well, dude, you already bought the beer. Fucking Bud Light. Exactly. Either, you either drink it or destroy it. Bud Light doesn't care. So, man, don't go watch it because I don't want Kid Rock to think he's popular, but it was very funny. It, Yeah, I love conservative boycotts where they go out and buy a shitload of the product so that they can then destroy the product the company doesn't care they've got your money i mean they, they took care they took down disney sam disney's gone now oh yeah conservatives yep. did it their yep. whole they went Too they woke. went woke and they went broke and now yep. there's no more disney yeah so. if there's if there's one company that serves as an example of you know a lack of success it's definitely disney the comment that always makes me laugh is when someone will say something like, oh, guess Bud Light doesn't know his audience. Like, dude, do you know how much money Bud Light has probably invested into knowing its audience? They know their goddamn audience. It's just not you. Like, there's no way. Come on. Anyway. The conservatives can't conceive of not being like the target audience for everything, right? Like, uh, yeah, the universe caters to them and anything else is unfathomable. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this isn't for me. I don't understand. Yep. Number four is The Way by Fastball. That's the last one we're officially covering today. This is a good song. Yeah. Turns out Fastball had a lot of good songs because I, I heard this. And I was like, oh, yeah, I like this. I'm, I mostly like the chorus. The verses are a little, mm, uh, but it comes to life at the chorus. But what surprised me is how many other songs they had off of this album. Like they did Fire Escape, which is one I remembered. I think it's one of those like one take videos I really like. You'd probably know it if you heard it. If I'm, I am shockingly bad with like titles and band names and that kind of thing. So this was another one that like I didn't recognize it when I saw it on the list. I'm like, I have no idea what this is, but obviously I know the song once I started yeah. listening to it. But yeah, I am appallingly bad with titles. I'll be the wind fine on your fire escape. That's the fire escape song. But they also have the um and was I out of my head? Was I out of my mind? Like that was, apparently was them. I was like, holy shit. That sounds familiar. I'm gonna have to like open up my Spotify when we're done this episode so I can go listen to I actually and yeah, when we because fastball closed it out and I just kind of was letting it play. It's like I know a lot of these songs, so well See, done, went, Fastball. The other way with my playlist. I started from this one. Oh, no. See, I started from the bottom, so then I could then be here. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Sam, is fastball still a thing? No. I'm winding us down because I'm really fucking hungry. Um, Oh, this could be interesting. In late 2021, fastball started a Patreon campaign where they released new music. Oh, never mind. I thought it was Kickstarter for a second. So I was going to go look up their Kickstarter to see if they got to release new music. So apparently they're releasing new music through a Patreon campaign. That's interesting. I have still counts. Yeah, I'd say so. Oh, and their eighth album was in 2022. Good for that. Digital them. only. So yeah. Looking like looking at their discography, they never really stopped. 96, 98, 2000, 2004. 
there's a gap from 09 to 2017 but since then they've released like four albums so hmm. there you go interesting uh sam what would you say is the best song in your personal opinion from the list of 15 i'm still going poets uh i think i gotta go with closing time yeah that's fair like I, I, say, no- I really like poets. It's like one of my one of my personal favorites anyways. So, yeah, like we've talked a lot about how radio has ruined a lot of bigger songs. And I feel like for not for lack of effort, but closing time has managed to persevere somehow. <laughs> like it's played at events and it's played at the radio and it's just such a part of pop culture. And I'll still like when I put it on, I didn't need to listen to it for this episode. I, I remember it in and out. But I was like, ah, yeah, closing time. Yeah, exactly. Gotta listen to the whole thing. I'm just looking at the list real quick to make sure that that's actually my answer. But yeah, I don't, I think it's got to be closing time. I think I'd give that my second place. Uh, worst. The Moffats. See, I think that might be the technically correct answer, but because of just the fact it's still a part of my sometimes day-to-day life, I got to go. break think that's got to be my pick like a lot of stuff in here with like the moffats was like it wasn't even actively bad to me it was just like oh i can't this is such this is just disposable nothingness kind of the same with like just the two of us and everywhere but i think just i think save tonight is an actively bad song that's fair see i i really didn't like the prepubescent boy voices didn't I, it was nails on a chalkboard so that's that's our music episode sure is uh something you're currently enjoying i finished our wives under the sea recently by oh no i don't i can't see the book from here julia armfield i want to say it was very good it's like a kind of speculative fiction horror book about a woman whose wife goes away she's like a i um oh no i'm forgetting my words uh, a marine biologist there we go something adjacent to a marine biologist and she goes on a deep sea dive and is gone for much longer than predicted And the book kind of follows what happens when she comes back and it explores the relationship and things and it was really well done it was excellent I feel like I have a potential I talked about the Resident Evil 4 remake last week which one do I go with there's a movie called Missing that came out a few months ago, spiritual sequel to a movie called Searching from a few years back. And the whole concept is they're thrillers, but they all take place within. It never leaves a laptop screen. So the entire story is being told through apps and like screen, like FaceTime conversations. Very simple concept. A girl goes to pick up her mom from the airport after she goes to Columbia. She's not on the returning flight. And then, you know, what the hell happened? Where did my mom go? And it's super good. Like, really, we watched it in like one one sitting, never even took, like, I think we had the break once because one of our kids came downstairs and we were like, oh, God damn it. So super, super just really tense and just like full of, uh, crazy plot twists and really creative ways to tell the story using, you know, just apps and a laptop screen. Um, so that one, and then uh, I got to at least give a shout out to the super Mario brothers movie, which we took the kitties to see yesterday. It was the youngest's first movie. 
So we weren't sure how that was going to go, but she was super into it. We stayed, the guy got them to stay through the end credits and we watched the post-credit scene. And then when the post-credit scene ended and the lights came up, the youngest went, aw, done already. So I was like, oh, perfect. And she's been talking ever since about the movies and referencing like, I had popcorn when we were there. And so now I just got to be careful because the oldest's first movie went super well. And then got too bold with the second choice and kind of tainted things for a good couple of years. So got to be really good. Like, no giant dogs. Exactly. got to be really careful. Like was paying close attention to the trailers before it, which were some weird, like guardians of the galaxy three is like, no Ninja turtles, maybe some duck movie. I don't know. I don't know. Barbie. They played that trailer before. It's like, yeah, kids know Barbie, but that trailer also ends with like a jerk off <laughs> joke. So <laughs> People All right. seem very confused by the target audience for Barbie. And yeah, uh, like kids love Barbie. It's like, yeah, but now they'll be like, what did beat you off mean? It's like <laughs> nothing. It meant nothing. Uh, so that's episode whatever. I didn't even say it at the top 200 and something. Uh, thank you, Sam. You're welcome. Joining me here today to chat of some of our undeniably uh, most legendary and historic bands that our country has ever produced. <laughs> and we'll be back next week with, I think, Ghostbusters. AK has never seen Ghostbusters. So I'm going to show her Ghostbusters. I assume even you've seen Ghostbusters. I have. I hate it. I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get to be on. Came, yeah. <laughs> you don't get to be on that episode. I have no time or tolerance for that opinion. What if AK hates it? Then I'll cut the episode short as soon as I get any sense of like, so people like this? That's just going to be the shortest episode of all time. Which honestly would be really, really funny. So we'll see. Uh, fuck, how do we do this classic quote thing? Sam's going to take us out with a classic quote from one of the 15 songs that we talked about here today. I hope you have the time of your life. We'll go with uh, that. Really? I want to say Mbop, and then I realize that that's not number one. That's not a song we listen to, and also Hanson and Moffat are two different groups. Really, really poor showing at the end. Yeah, well, it always is. I don't know why you expect any different. Because uh, you have time to prepare every time. I do, but I don't. My heart goes bang, bang, boom. Good night, everybody. Bye. So for all those things nostalgic, I also do we